Welcome to episode three of the McCarthy Perspective, TMP. Hope you had a great long weekend. Pleased to be joined by Kingston Frontenac's forward, Dustin Hutton. Dustin, what's going on, man? Not much. How you doing? What's, uh, what's quarantine life been for you in terms of training routine or anything new you've implemented into your lifestyle? Um, no, not too much, really. Just uh, I've been trying to work out at home, which isn't the most fun. And obviously, you don't have the most, like the most equipment to use, so it's been a struggle. But uh, I've been doing it every day, so it's getting better, I guess. But uh, I just can't wait to get back in the gym. Yeah, absolutely. Getting bored at home. Yeah, I bet it's, I bet it's kind of going a bit yeah. crazy for you. Do you have like a home gym set up, or I'm sure it's not the same as your right. facility with the team? Uh, it's, it's okay. Like I, I have like a rack, and that's about it. So whatever I can usually like do on the rack, I do, and then. Uh, for conditioning, I kind of have to go on runs, and that's about it. So, Dustin and I actually grew up together. Um, this was 13 years ago, so around 2006, 2007. My buddy and I, Mike Meta, would always go over and yeah. play lacrosse and hockey with you. And since there was a significant age gap between us, yeah. we, thought, we thought we could take you on, and you would crush us. You would play both of us, and then your brother would come out, and you guys would just dominate. We wouldn't get a single goal. <laughs> Don was like my little bodyguard kind of he was he uh, was I, I, but you were you were a big lacrosse player and I then been, what five or six at the time you were yeah, six, I, I don't man. remember at all you yeah you were six you probably weighed like the size of yeah, my leg yeah you in the lacrosse <laughs> and you were just flying through us man i'm like holy smokes but you actually <laughs> like you were a big lacrosse player and then yeah. you made the decision to to switch to hockey full time what, what was that transition like uh it was actually pretty easy i missed like i missed playing lacrosse but it was you kind of have to pick at one point right so uh hockey is what i like more i have more fun playing it so i just went with my heart kind of what would you say is the most overused or redundant phrase or word you hear in the locker room with the guys i don't know i'm trying to think of something like clean like yeah i could say i don't even know just like a let's go, let's go, boys. Yeah, like I, yeah, I don't even know what it would be. Um, there's slang. There's uh, a certain slang around the. Yeah, there's a slang the way we all rooms. talk, but it's, uh, it's I don't know. I I think the thing I would say the most for me would be uh, like clamp it because my because my clamp roommate. It. Yeah, my roommate Baker. He's a country boy, so. Oh, okay. He call me a clamp, and I call him one, and then. All the boys kind of started saying "clamp it." You, uh, so you, you've been in Kingston for a year. You signed back in the fall. What, what's, what's yeah. Kingston life been like, man? I went to Queens there, so I'm, I'm pretty familiar with it as well. Any good yeah, spots? Yeah, it's, it's unreal. It's great. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed a lot. My billets are the best ever, right? So I can't complain there. And then uh, the boys are good, and I don't know. Uh, the, the city's unreal after games yeah. we go out to we'll go out for dinner and stuff all the boys so it's it's pretty solid where do you guys usually go to what's what's your go-to jacks. spot jacks? Jacks. yeah what about uh ale ale or stages did, after a big win did the boys like to go out and no. loose a little bit we weren't really allowed no no, no. no i guess you're because you're you're around 18 right um yeah i'm 18, 18. you uh you've actually got the chance to play with shane wright Yes. Yeah. OHL Rookie Player of the Year. He's only 16. Yeah. Granted exceptional status last year. What? What? If you can identify like one aspect of this of this kid, 
Um, cause there's been comparisons to like Tavares and, and David, like he's supposed to be the next big stud. Yeah. What, what, what can you identify yeah. as something that separates him from the rest? Uh, I think his shot is like next level. Um, the way he sees the game, like no one else, uh, he's quick too for being like six, one, one, like he's big also. So he's quick and big. And he's just dominant with the puck. I don't, I don't, I don't really know how you could compare him. Like who you could compare him to. He's kind of his own player, but right. he's got a shot like no one else, and he can he can score on any goalie. Is there anyone in, in the National Hockey League who you try and emulate or admire? Um, I have two guys that I would love to play like. Like if I could compare them both together or combine them both together, um, one would be Brad Marchand, just for just the way he. Uh, gets in people's heads and how he's kind of like a pest on the ice. Yeah. And everyone hates playing against him. Hates him. He can kind of be a scumbag, but like he's, everyone wants him on your team, right? So, exactly. Uh, and, then, and then Mitch Marner for like his composure with the puck and the way he sees the ice and everything like that. Oh, that's great. That's man. Those, that's are good, those are good two picks. Yeah, with Marshawn, it's like you love to have him on your team, but hate to play hate against him. He's just him. Oh, yeah. a thorn in the side of opponents. But you haven't – Engage in any no, fights? I haven't done any fights, no. No, no tilts, eh? No, none. But when the time comes, like, do you, are you, do you think you... Hopefully I'm ready, yeah. Well, I'm sure you and Dylan used to Dylan, scrap sometimes, Dylan, eh? Yeah, Dylan always... Yeah, he always calls me soft, so I kind of have to... <laughs> that oh, lights the but... fire. Give my best to your family and hope to see you on the ice soon. Yeah, thank you. Thanks a okay. lot. Take care, man. Yeah, take care. See you soon. Great guy, Dustin Hutton both growing up in Ajax, and I kid you not, like, he was just flying, flying around my good buddy Mike Meta and I as kids. And we were embarrassed. We were embarrassed on his driveway. We'd play almost every day after school, and that's when I knew. I'm like, he's got hands, he's got speed, and he's elusive. So strap some skates on him and look out. I uh, am really, really struggling not watching any playoffs right now i'm sure you are as well but it kind of got me thinking of players that kind of fell off the face of the earth really didn't really live up to the hype and it's it's showing and it's really disappointing so i've i've pinpointed two athletes i guess one's former that just had so much potential and just that's it done first is johnny manzel i'm sure you saw that video of him falling off a cliff and then he tweeted later saying that pretty much sums up my time in the league yeah well take you back to eight years ago 2012 heisman trophy winner with texas a&m had the world at his fingertips confident hell of an arm swagger cleveland drafted manzel 22nd overall in 2014 hoping to nail down a staple quarterback didn't even make it Halfway through his four-year rookie contract, Browns released him. His antics on and off the field were too much, so he gets kicked out. Tries kind of a resurgence in the CFL. Played in Montreal with the Alouettes. Then he played with the Ticats. Kicked out there as well. So two leagues, two failures. One last chance. American Alliance of Football had a nasty, nasty head injury in just his second game. And then league would later suspend operations. He's now doing auto insurance ad campaigns. Johnny football is now Johnny lights camera action. He's only 27. 
his career is just a complete failure. I mean, he did all right in those campaign ads. He's got a he's got a decent TV persona aura about him. Um, better than Mitch Marner, I will say. Skill, obviously Mitch Marner, but acting, Manziel, you're not bad, man. You're not bad. The second one, Anthony Bennett. Oh, Brampton, Ontario native, became the first Canadian to be drafted first overall in the NBA draft back in 2013. Drafted by the Cleveland Cavaliers. Played college with University of Nevada. Averaged just under five points per game in four years playing in the NBA with Cleveland, Minnesota, Toronto. And his final year in the league was in 16-17 with the Nets. Two years overseas and in the G League. He was all over the place. He just couldn't land a full-time NBA gig. He really didn't live up to that ferocious power forward that scouts were salivating at. He was in the Rockets organization before undergoing arthroscopic knee surgery before the 1920 season started on a non-guaranteed deal. It just just collapsed. And he's, he's 27 as well. So here are two guys, late 20s, for all the hype and potential blowing these two guys up. And it just... Now, Bennett, of course, has a much, much better chance than turning things around. Because it's not like he's he's done any off-the-court controversy or not not to the magnitude of, of Manziel. Manziel's really screwed his pro football career. Bennett still has a chance, and it would be cool to, to see him make a, a comeback in the league. But, of course, knee surgery, that's, that, that could be it. And, and it's, it stinks because he's, he's Canadian and, and Canada has produced a ton of talented and bright male and female athletes. But I want to hear yours as well. You know, some, some athletes, some names where you're just like, oh, whatever happened to so-and-so? Comment, like, subscribe. We're going to get through this, everybody. Tuesday after a long weekend is always hard. Thanks so much for Dustin Hutton for coming on. We're going to have a rematch soon, Dustin. Me, Mike Meta against you and Dylan when all this is over on your driveway. Bring it. I was much bigger back then, but now I'm actually quick and I got some more muscle. So bring it on. Cheers, guys.